The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. To the Sharon Kleina Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water. What you hear in the next hour could very well save your life. Now, here's your host, Sharon Kleina. I want to invite you to listen to the Sharon Kleina Hour, Power of Water. I'm Sharon Kleina. Nine years ago, when I was asked if I'd like to have my own radio talk show, I, I, they said, what would you like to have a talk show? Uh, what subject? I said, of course, power of water. This planet we call Earth. And I'm going to remind the listeners, all of you throughout the world that listen, the word is an invention. Let's say you say water. That was an invented word by somebody so far back to look at that liquid and call it water. Way back in time, up to date, where we're at today, is an influence of thousands of years have passed and the invention of each and every word that we discuss in all languages around the world. But we all have something in common, power of water. We can't live without it, and we all know it. They've known it for thousands of years. The earth is an organism itself living in a harmony moving in the solar system. I'm sure many of you have seen pictures that have been put out by NASA and different groups throughout the world to show how earth is living with the solar system. Very calm, easy, flowing, right together in a harmony As you live on the planet Earth, all living life is an organism. But it was brought to all this amazing miracle of magic through what I call God's planning. And way back in time, way back, they knew there was something powerful about this liquid water. But they also began to understand there's something in the air that is also very powerful because there were weathers that changed in in those days. Their wind came up. Certain things happened in the air, too, that made them think, hmm, what are we living with here? But here's this liquid. And then they began to see in time that the liquid water began to relate also to the air. In time, they understood that there was a magic because lightning came, thunder came, rains, and all these things began to happen in the air. And they could see they were affected by it thousands and thousands of years ago. They began to understand that the water was something powerful, that there was something there because they, used to, they got thirsty. They started drinking it. 
they'd look into it, but they didn't have a mirror invented in those days to see what they look like. They honestly thought there was something in the water because of what they were looking at, the mirror and the water. Who is that? That it was the only relationship they would have to understand there's something powerful. But the water seems to be living in the atmosphere. Since then, we have learned that was the atmosphere's water vapor that brought all life to Earth. It was there for billions of years before the water was on the planet, even living soil. Soil was there before the water. All life on this planet depends upon water vapor in the atmosphere to recycle the life of the planet that we live on, all of us. Your body is water. That's why I have this radio talk show. Our health today has fallen through the cracks. We've lost something. All the dedication and the research and the trillions of dollars that have gone into that have somewhat fallen through the cracks. Diseases are more out of control than ever in history. But it's simple. It's common sense. There's a book out there called The Language of God with a very exciting doctor, Francis Collins. He believes that research and science has to start getting, I'll put words in my mouth here, holistic studies. Because we need to go back into time and study the beginning of the holistic side of the beginning of all medicine was holistic. It wasn't voodoo. It was common sense. By learning how to live and your body and your water in your body and the atmosphere, they didn't know their body was water, but they noticed that it related to the atmosphere, the air, very interesting. They knew they had to drink water. They began to live around the waters. And they began to believe there was a higher power. And in time, they invented a word, God. They began names of what they believed in. Well, Dr. Collins believes there is a connection to what we must study, all of us. Our studies must begin to go back as far as we can and bring to the surface what, where we were then and where we want to go with the holistic side of learning about our health, diseases, medicine. What does the word medicine imply? Healing. But maybe sometimes a medicine doesn't always agree with you personally because of this. The moment you were born, you came from a pocket of water that was the beginning of your time from your mother. You lived in water. You entered into the atmosphere's water vapor and the air. You breathe. That baby began to live, depending upon the atmosphere's water vapor and recycling with the baby's water internally, like a magic. The baby has no eye like anybody else's eye. There are no two eyes alike. No two fingerprints alike. 
we all have a little difference individually. What is it? Our evaporation of water loss into the atmosphere and the atmosphere's recycling to keep us alive into our bodies. It's like a battery will not charge unless there's moisture in the atmosphere. We learned that from Dr. Pollack at University of Washington. Then we have Dr. Cecil, who was with NASA for 40 years and is a well-known scientist worldwide, that without the water, it has been proven for a fact. There is, would be no life. And the water is in a crisis. Fresh water is in a crisis. But there is a positive way we're all going. It can be, it, we can understand the technology that has to be done to bring it all together. We're learning better for technology and more all of us worldwide of how to bring together all of our research and development and our bodies to live with the atmosphere and the water on the planet. It can happen and it will happen because those many, many companies and, fo- and research centers and organizations that are focusing on what to do to bring that together to save the planet, save lives, and the water vapor is your breath of life. You would not be breathing without it. That's what the power of water is about. And always remember, if you're having some health issues, you must drink 8 to 10 glasses of water a day. You must. Plain water. Without anything added in it. Now, if you want to use an infusion pitcher with the strawberry in there and the lemon and the lime and an orange, and and, and it's delicious, but it's not going to weight down the water. The pollution in the water vapor is too heavy today. I don't care. Indoor conditions are worse than outdoor. So you must learn how you must drink your water. And when you go to take water serious, to give you an absorption, to recycle with the water vapor and your body to recycle what is necessary for you to be healthy and deal with stress, keep the lungs filtering, keep your pancreas moving and, and, and organisms of all the body's lungs and and the liver and the skin and the blood and, and your eyes and everything. Did you know that the surface of your eye is 99% water? Living with the atmosphere for supplementation? No wonder you're, we're seeing infants having a vision problem, toddlers wearing glasses. The water vapor in the atmosphere and indoor conditions, it's a pit. But we can learn how to use products to supplement. That's what technology has done to improve our lives. We learn to pick up a glass of water, drink a whole glass of water at once to absorb. That's serious water drinking. You need to learn to breathe that moisture from the atmosphere into your lungs, through the nose, out through the mouth, and let the toxin come out of your body as you're doing it. Proper nutrition, we're learning new technology. Dr. Campbell has a new book out who is the author of the China study called Whole, H, pardon me, W-H-O-L-E, you've got to get it. The new technology of the future of better nutrition worldwide to keep you healthy. Fight the diseases and want to live 
to learn to live longer. Better diets, moderate exercise, sleep. The earth sleeps. The earth has a harmony of exercise. The earth has a nutrition it works on. The earth drinks water from the water vapor. It was there billions of years before water came to the planet. Then we breathe the water in the atmosphere. It's all a cycle. And it's exciting. You get up in the morning and you get to live an adventure. You live with nature. And that's what this show is all about. Look up some different articles on dehydrated, how not drinking enough water impacts your eyes, how drinking, not drinking enough water can impact, cause dry eye. What is dry eye? The word dry means evaporation of water. When the evaporation of water from the surface of the eye is out of control, you have vision impairment to where you have blurry, fatigue, itching, burning, more uh, uh, contagious to getting uh, prone to uh, allergies of the season, different and indoor conditions, but also you have more breathing problems. If your eyes are too dry and eyes that go too dry, you begin to wear glasses. If they go too dry, you could go blind. And they expect by 2030 an outrageous, out-of-control problem with blindness throughout the world. In China, it's every two seconds, blindness. But remember, in the United States, with those insulated windows and walls, forced air heating and cooling and the chemicals in your bedding and your clothing and your fabrics and so on, it's a pit. You're living in a dry problem indoors. Today, we have a really exciting guest. I always like to have her on. Xing Yang Lu, Dr. Lu, is an MD, PhD. She's from China, and today I'm going to have her talk to you a little bit about her life in China and her family and coming to the United States to do her practice. And then also her integrative medicine practice in Mount Shasta, California. But today we're going to discuss water and eye health. We'll listen to our sponsor, Biologic Aqua Research Center, which I am the founder of for all these years, is the first water company worldwide to study the evaporation of the body, the evaporation of the water vapor, and what we need to do with technology to supplement that, to slow down that evaporation loss, cause out-of-control dehydration of the body to live with the atmosphere's water vapor. The product, the signature product that will be in China this summer, going into other parts of the world, we own 29 patents in 29 countries in dry eye the water loss of the surface of the eye that causes eyes to go dry. It's the first supplement worldwide to be a handheld portable device to supplement the trade secret tissue culture grade water to be able to replace the water lost at the surface of the eye, all natural. Well, listen to our sponsor, Nature's Tears Eye Mist with just a mist to supplement dry eye, and we'll come back with Dr. Lou. Stay. 
stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. Discover the secret of Nature's Tears Eye Mist, an entirely different approach to eye care without eye drops. When your tear film is dry, your eyes feel dry. Nature's Tears Eye Mist naturally supplements the tear film with Biologic Aqua Absolute Premium Standard Grade of pure, all-natural water. Nature's Tears Eye Mist, just a mist. All-natural, safe, convenient, no preservatives. Nature's Tears Eye Mist can be purchased nationwide at selected eye care professionals and drugstores near you. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Listening to the Sharon Kleiner Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water. If you have a question or comment, please direct your email to SharonKleinerHour at Yahoo.com. That's SharonKleinerHour at Yahoo.com. Now, back to the program. Dr. Shenyang Lu was not able to be on with us today, so we called my writer, Art Bernstein, who has been with me for 17 years, and we write everything you read out there forever uh, throughout the world. And uh, very interesting today. He's been kind enough to come on. And uh, we've had him on before with his co-author on his hiking books. And it's been exciting on discussing the nature of our planet and water. He's a graduate in anthropology and in forestry research. And he's with me right now. Art, thank you for joining us. I'm Dr. Lou could not be here, but you're, I appreciate you coming on at this last minute. Uh, always happy to do it. And we were going to be discussing water and eye health, and at the end of the show, before we're done, we're going to bring up your book, your books. But let's get into what you and I have been uh, learning and research with Biologic Aqua about dry eye. What have you been learning as a writer that maybe you didn't know years ago about what the uh, the lack of education about dry eye? Yeah, it's sort of amazing. Uh, I don't know. Seems dry eye is when you lose water in the tear film covering your eye, which is ninety nine percent water. If you lose two percent of it, your eyes start your brain starts cranking out inflammatory hormones. That that, that uh, make your eye uncomfortable and cause all sorts of symptoms. Now it seems to me, and it seems to you, that if you put back that water, the symptoms to go away. Um, and we've tried it, and that is indeed the case. We've tried it like thousands and thousands of times, um, but still. The most reputable people that publish uh, stuff online about dry eye do not mention water. The book I was just reading the uh, National Eye Institute uh, description of dry eye, and it's an excellent description, and it's wonderful, and it's very detailed. And there's not one word about uh, body dehydration or environmental pressure to, that, that increases surface evaporation. Uh, uh, there's not one word about any of that. 
I think it's because biologic aqua research and because we're an educating research center besides going out and learning the facts about the discovery that are truthful in a more holistic direction, that those doctors are not in the water business. They're not in studying the uh, the water loss, what to do about it in their laboratory. That's what I was thinking. Um, Is an SMI institute controlled by by pharmacologists, by pharmacies, by pharmaceuticals? Everything uh, throughout the world is controlled by research and development and what the regulations can discuss. Yeah. And uh, when we launched, Bio, and BioMedWash launched uh, the dry eye product, Nature's Tears Eye Mist, as a supplement of 100% the trade secret water of tissue culture grade of water, that is sterile, by the way, audience, to supplement with a very sm- small micron humidifying mist. They were so excited that there was now a relationship to a way to di- method to discuss it. And we have about 22,000 doctors throughout the United States and soon going into China that will be now learning more about uh, a comparable to water and the eyes for the first time. Yeah, so, so why doesn't HealthNet, why doesn't uh, PR Web, why doesn't uh, National Eye Institute mention water? I think they will, Art. I really do. And you and I are so learning just with the writing. Do enough of an inroad, or is it because they're controlled by, uh, they're looking for formulated drugs? or? I, I, uh, th- I think a lot of it, Art, is you and I have been re- learning through the writing that we do nonstop, every day, for all these many years, and in our press releases that we uh, uh, offer, that we're getting closer to where we the acknowledgement of that we're there, that we are referenced by scientists all over the world, and we're referenced by the millions of people who yeah. actually used the eye mist that are all uh, liking the product to be the first product like it to be able to supplement the surface of the eyes water loss. Yeah. And, and tell the audience what will happen if they write this minute. Go to Yahoo News and look up National Eye Institute. What will be the first article I see listed in the search results? What is the first article? The first article will be the article that we wrote uh, last Wednesday, last Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Okay. On um, aging and dry eye and water replacement. Now you're getting ready for a new one uh, also because we're educators' audience. Right. Uh, the, the one you're writing today is, uh, what's the topic today? Uh, evaporation, tear film evaporation. I don't write just about the eye. I write about all sorts of things. But we're doing a series of articles on the eye and then, then the mm-hmm. list for the, the last week or so and then the next couple weeks. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. On dry, dry disease and tear film evaporation will be the topic mm-hmm. of next year and client hour or so. Art, when you started out as a writer, you're, you've been a writer all of your adult life, writing many books. When you started writing on the description of dehydration of the skin, were you startled that biologic aqua research was definitely uh, the first to really discuss water loss in the skin and wanting to educate the public more about it? 
Were you a little startled? Yeah, that's where we started. Uh, I never thought about it before I met you. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, if your skin is dry and it's, you know, loses water, mm-hmm. you can smear it grease on it so that it doesn't lose any more water, but it makes mm-hmm. more sense to put the water back before you smear the grease on it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Well, and, what I was uh, learning about the skin... There was a radio... The radio doctor, what the, what's his name? He's not on anymore. He was wonderful when he was on like every talk show radio station there was. And he said the same thing. He said, you know, all these lotions, uh, I won't say any names, but there's all these skin lotions that I've called uh, moisturizers. And he said, what they are is bear grease. Uh, you put them on your skin so your skin, the water can't evaporate out of your skin. But if there's no water in your skin, then they, they, they're pointless. It doesn't do any good. Exactly. What happened yeah, and that's, there... That, that was me, the first thing I learned when I started yeah, working. Yeah, there we go. What we and learned... it was confirmable. I mean, all I got to do was... Skin, yeah, I heard it on the radio. So. Right. The skin is 70 to 75% water. Your blood is 50% water. So all of it, when, when your skin is evaporating, too, your body is evaporating too much water as an individual... Because no two people evaporate just exactly the same. The skin, being your, it's like the surface of your planet, must maintain a certain amount of water to protect you from diseases. And your pH balance must be accurate. The yeah. pH of the skin is 5.5 to 6.5. If anything triggers that pH acid mantle bacteria protection and you're too dry on the surface you will be more susceptible to disease. So as we learned about the water vapor in the atmosphere, is what keeps you alive, keeps the skin alive as an organism, keeps the body alive, yes. is that what is happening if, is the lotions and the potions way back in Cleopatra's time were invented to trap and slow down moisture loss so you won't look so old. It became a vanity. But as life passed and all the inventions of the lotions and the formulations that were invented to trap the moisture, they were allowed to use the word moisturizers, which is so confusing. I was confused when I started studying the skin. I thought, oh, my gosh, there's hardly any water in each of that. But they're allowed legally to call them moisturizers. But they don't really moisture. They're not the water to supplement the surface of the skin to replace the water lost. Yeah, and some so of them right. are. Uh, yeah, very. We'll confusing. even say that on the label. You know. Exactly. Uh, very this is a moisture sealer. It's not. It doesn't add water. The other thing that came out, and we'll go on to the eyes in a minute, that came out was sunblock. People yeah. were so confused about the word moisturizer, they really thought there was something water behind the moisture that was going to put moisture to protect them from skin diseases and what's happening with melanoma. Well, what happened is people were so dependent upon the word sunblock to be the moisturizer, they really yeah. thought they were protected and they weren't at all because sun draws too the cream that is dry. And because it is not 100% water, 
the sun and the ultraviolet ray and even radiation in home. The house can draw to the skin and dry it out even further. A bath will detoxify you and moisturize you with water. A, a shower rinses you with yeah. water. So I water told you my experience with nature's mist and sunburns years ago. You know, I, this is such a coincidence, too, today, that there must be a higher plan with this show. But <laughs> yesterday evening, they were interviewing a woman who is dying with melanoma. And she was diagnosed with this melanoma, and her friends and students, she's a teacher, and her two boys are absolutely working as hard as they can to get her the encouragement. Can she live with the... And they're not sure if the medication's even going to work. And how long has there been out there melanoma? It's predicted that melanoma is going to be out of control in the next years. We have not figured out what to do with the skin. Yeah, so and the atmosphere is getting drier with more be, solar radiation. It has to be Solar radiation that messes up your DNA. Exactly. Your then we found out with our eye research and others with studying out there, you and I have written about melanoma in the eye. Yes. Uh, of course that makes sense. If a person's diagnosed with melanoma in the eye, I've known patients who last their life within a year because they didn't know they could get melanoma in the eye. And that's because of the surface of the eye loses, evaporates too quickly and loses its water balance, just like the skin. Yep. Uh, so our, our education has been vital, but today we have a blessing with this show that we're going to be able to, you and I, discuss some of the things we've been writing about yeah. to try to educate what we've been learning as a research center. Uh, and now that we're going into China this summer, we've said our new partners in China that are launching uh, uh, in China, they said we're not going to sell Nature's Tears Eye Mist. We're going to educate the eyes and the eye mist why people need to supplement <coughs> with the eye mist every day, even yeah. if you don't need it yet. Why and with that information, they will find the product. The education, right. And you've been writing the best you could to try to educate the world with our doctors from all over the world, yeah. our scientists that join us, with what is the education behind this when people are so confused and the medical practice still isn't bringing up the issue of water. But we're going to listen to our sponsor, and you and I are going to come back and discuss dry eye. And coincidentally, Art, you just had an eye surgery. I absolutely did. Yeah, I had cataract surgery. And we'll be able to discuss your all a higher plan today. I just know it is. It was actually fun. We'll listen to our sponsor, Nature's Tears Eye Mist, to supplement the eyes. Even if you're not complaining about dry eye, the eyes get dry. Because if you're not supplementing the tear film enough that's 99% water, maybe the symptom is just drowsiness, sitting at a computer, kind of getting blurry. Maybe you have a little itching from the uh, the allergies that are happening during seasons. Uh, Maybe you have an eye that you're constantly rubbing or you already are now describing the word dry eye. You need to supplement the eyes. With Nature Sears Eye Mist, it's the only patented product like it in the world. 
We'll listen to our sponsor with Just a Mist, and we'll be right back with Art Bernstein. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. Discover the secret of Nature's Tears Eye Mist, an entirely different approach to eye care without eye drops. When your tear film is dry, your eyes feel dry. Nature's Tears Eye Mist naturally supplements the tear film with Biologic Aqua Absolute Premium Standard Grade of pure, all-natural water. Nature's Tears Eye Mist, just a mist. All natural, safe, convenient, no preservatives. Nature's Tears Eye Mist can be purchased nationwide at selected eye care professionals and drugstores near you. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Listening to the Sharon Kleina Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water. If you have a question or comment, please direct your email to Sharon Hour at Yahoo.com. That's Sharon Hour at Yahoo.com. Now, back to the program. We have Art Bernstein on with us today, and Art just coincidentally had an eye operation. Tell us about it, Art. Uh, yeah, I had uh, uh, lens replacements was, uh, for a cataract. And what is that? the what doctor is that? a, was a friend of both of ours, doctor, uh, he was absolutely wonderful, by the way. He's one of Dr. the nicest Philip people Hayden. in the whole world. Uh-huh. Uh, he's on your board of directors, I understand. My medical director. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, can I say his name? Dr. Philip Payton. Dr. Philip Payton, yeah. He's absolutely mm-hmm. wonderful. Um, he did the operation. It was uh, He's done 14,000 of them. He said it's easy and it's short and it only takes 10 minutes and it's successful like uh, 100% of the time and blah, blah, blah. I have an eyeball phobia. Don't like my eyes messed with. And I especially don't like my eyes sliced into. And I put it off for two years, during which I could barely see out of the one eye. Everything was blurry and all the colors were off. And uh, So I'm terrified and I can't sleep and I got to fast the night before. And you know, I, I go in. Everybody's really nice. They wheel me in. Give me a drip that just relaxes you. It doesn't, it doesn't put you out or anything. It just, just relaxes you. They clamp this thing over my eye. And I'm happy as a lark, you know. <laughs> just, uh, and it was a light show. We read lights, and every time they would do something or insert something or change the pressure in my eye, the lights would change colors, and I would float around and swirl around. And I was enjoying the light show. And Dr. Payton was talking the whole time. And uh, it took 10 minutes. Hmm. So ten, he meant 10 minutes? It was 10 minutes. Yeah. Now, when At the you end say, of 10 minutes, they rip everything off. And they say, 
you're free to go. Yeah. Uh, and then what did so you for have? The whole what? rest of the day, that eye, it was dilated and it was blurry and it was in flames and blah, blah, blah. And I didn't see very well. And it was hurting and the medicine didn't work. And I'm thinking to myself, maybe I'll try some nature's mist, nature's tears, see what happens. So I tried the nature's tears, and every time it felt a little uncomfortable, I would just spray some more nature's tears on it, and it started feeling much more comfortable. And then at 10 o'clock, I fell asleep. 11 o'clock, I wake up. My vision in that eye is perfect. The colors are all back. Everything's in focus. Everything's clear. I can see things that I haven't been able to see in years. I could look at the computer screen and see every little tiny little pixel. Hmm. And I ran around the house uh, yelling, I can see, I can see. <laughs> <laughs> well, and you it was the anniversary, you uh, we, my mother-in-law lives with us. This may be a good message for the world to listen to yeah. out there. My mother, let me finish this. My mother-in-law lives with us. My, my, my wife got up, she was kind of ticked off that I woke her up, but she was happy for me. My mother-in-law... <laughs> It was the anniversary of her husband's death. Oh. And she thought I was the ghost of her husband coming to get her. <laughs> and she gets up and she's all terrified. <laughs> oh, my God. Because oh, yeah, you were running around the house cheering. You can see. <laughs> so I've had a revelation. I can see an epiphany. <laughs> so for anybody anyway, who took off sleep, their cataract operations, fine. you are the testimonial on this show today. It is a world message don't put off cataract surgery. Yeah. <laughs> so guess and what? And be sure to use nature's tears eye mist with it because it it does work. In fact, thousands and thousands of people, Dr. Payton uh, has done, everybody uh, uses nature's tears eye mist at his clinic. Yeah. And uh, through the years, uh, throughout the United States, it became a, a, a best friend to people of all ages, but especially the older people, to be able to uh, supplement after uh, LASIK eye surgery, cataract, uh, macular degeneration, all the uh, individuals, even people that are blind to assist them. Yeah. Guess um, what? Mm-hmm. Guess what? What? I schedule the other eye in three weeks. Oh, okay. Okay. So, this is my official notice. I'll be gone. Uh, <laughs> He's doing it on the radio. Show. <laughs> uh, now we're you're in the midst of uh, with the National Institute of of I uh, I. Uh, with uh, you noticed that their article with dry eye uh, did did get some attention. Now you're doing a new one on the evaporation for education of the eye. Yeah, and, and I'm using their article on dry eye as a reference to the fact that okay. they don't mention water anywhere. Okay. And uh, when you're out but, there... But searching, I'm not, that's not the focus. I'm not trying to attack the National Alliance. They do oh, of course not. They're, we just want we to educate... We think they're fantastic. We're going to be educating the world out there and assisting all of the ophthalmology, optometry world throughout the world what yep. dry eye is. And doctors yeah. then can discuss it in their practices that the eye about the surface of the eye, and then the other one, Art. We stress drinking water. What did you learn about drinking water when you started with biologic aqua research? Oh, uh, 
water? Mm-hmm. You need to drink. What did you eight learn about drinking water when you started out with the research center? You need to drink eight glasses a day. Uh, and why? Pardon? You, well, because you understood more about the body. Because if your body is, most people's bodies are partially dehydrated, and it's getting more so because of the environmental changes. Uh, you talked about Cleopatra, and they lived in the desert. But did you know that if you're in the desert and you're near a river, the humidity is very high to the point of being uncomfortable? Right. And the, I've, I've, the skin I've and the uh, experienced like this many times. I'm losing way too much water. Yeah. yeah. You get into a little basin with, with mm-hmm. a creek running through it. It's 100 degrees out. You go 20 mm-hmm. feet away from the creek. Mm-hmm. It's bone dry. You know, you get all mm-hmm. out of breath and you, you mm-hmm. get near the creek. And you're suddenly you're perspiring like mad, and you can't breathe. It's so humid. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but you know, the environment is tricky. Let's call but, it the atmosphere. Uh, most is people don't drink way. enough water, and therefore most people are a little bit dehydrated. And if you're mm-hmm. a little bit dehydrated, then anything that causes your eye to lose water is going to be worse. Right. So that's the if very dehyd- first thing you need to do always is make sure you drink enough water. Right. And drink, and, and, and when you're drinking serious water every day, it should be one full glass at a time. Yes. Uh, to absorb the way it has to absorb. Yeah. So the body can make a t- uh, recycling decision with the water and the atmosphere. And if we can get away from saying environment, say atmosphere, because that's the education about the water and the atmospheres. Um, education to us that there's water we're living with water in the atmosphere or we wouldn't be alive today that water is vital but in desert conditions it's a challenge because the this sand the desert conditions are absorbing so much of the water that it takes away from the water vapors ability to continue to recycle itself yeah yeah you explain, could you explain that? You have a background in anthropology. What does it mean when a person's living in a desert or a person's living over in Oregon or a person's living in an extreme called the North Pole? You've got desert conditions. You've got Oregon conditions with all the mountains of, of trees and fern forests, forests and moss. Then you go over to the North Pole. You have another condition. You, with your background, explain that. There's a movie years ago called Something in Sand. And it's about these people that get lost on the desert and there's no water and all uh, the dirt is all cracked and barren and there's nothing but sun as far as the eye can see and they're crawling on their hands and knees. Um... If it's dry out, you need to drink more water. <laughs> That's the lesson from that. If you live in the desert and there's no air conditioning and there's no shade, you need to drink lots of water. And if you live where it's humid, you still need to drink water. And if you live where it's very humid and warm, You'll start perspiring like mad and you will lose water. So you need to drink even more water if it's humid out. So, what about the what North else do you Pole? Want to know? 
What about the Pardon? North Pole? The North Pole, cold air is dry. Mm-hmm. Um, warm air excites li- the surface of liquid water, so it makes it want to evaporate into the air. Uh, cold air does not do that. However, cold air can't hold moisture. So in an air that's uh, below zero, or air that's, you know, um, there's almost no humidity in the air. In, in warm air, at least, there's more humidity because it can hold more humidity. However, cold air doesn't excite your, doesn't make your surface of your skin evaporate. But uh, winter is a dry skin season. Summer is a uh, dry ice season. And spring, because of the pollen, is also a, a dry ice season. So the surface of the water vapor of the eye is evaporating too quickly. Now I'll give my yeah. approach to the sand. When you live in oh, and also is an irritant. Um, the desert conditions, the atmosphere's water vapor yeah. is not very healthy because the sand yeah. is having to live with it before all human, all life gets to live with it. So people in the desert sand, and in deserts, there's not a lot of water on the fresh water on the surface of the of this of that con- desert condition, and it's the surface fresh water that relates to the recycling of the water vapor and the atmosphere. So right. all life can can thrive. But the lowest over humidity Oregon, on Earth over in Oregon, the mountains of Oregon and the, all the fresh waters of Oregon have a recycling with the trees, the moss, the ferns yeah. of the beginning of life. But the life of Oregon has a much better chance. If, they, if people want to live healthy with the way they eat and sleep and exercise and, and uh, breathe the water and drink water, over in the North Pole, the differences are the colder the weather, the heavier the mo- micron in the water vapor. It's too, the temperature does not absorb into the planet. It just clings. And with human skin, to right. be just right, it must keep recycling because the human skin recycles more toxin. This is another point. Yeah, you need the water coming in and out. Out of the skin more than you flush the toilet. Yeah. And it must be healthy. That's why drinking enough water allows the toxin to remove out of the skin the way it should to live with the water in the atmosphere to recycle it. People think, oh, gosh, I must be made of salt because when they perspire art, they taste salt. Well, that's toxin they're tasting when they're tasting salt. So uh, yeah, our lives right. are water, and, without, and we're in a water crisis. The planet is forgot our politicians that are very sincerely trying to represent us and all of our emotions of life that we want and need and elect them for. But we've all those that are voting have got to start making sure our politicians are representing water first, the water on the planet first. Because without the water, there is no life. There will be no planet. Yeah. 
Now, tell us about your books. Ah, uh, yes, uh, Hiking Southern Oregon. Um, biggest publisher of outdoors book uh, in the world, Falcon Guides. Uh, it's my fifth book for them. Um, since I'm getting a little up in years, uh, I had a co-author this time who was the uh, outdoors editor of the Salem Statesman, as it's called. Um, In Salem, Oregon. Yeah, he also... uh, Everything he does for Salem, uh, for the Salem newspaper, gets picked up all over the state and all over the West Coast. And he's extremely popular. And what is your your co-author's name? Zach Ernest, U-R-N-E-S-S. Mm-hmm. And what is, and, what is uh, Zach's background, Art? How did you find Zach to be a co-author? You've been authoring your books for a long time. How did you find Zach? Yeah. Uh, he was writing for the Grants Pass Courier, and I'm sort of the local hiking trails guru. And mm-hmm. he called me up, and he had some questions about some hikes he wanted to go on, and he liked what I said, so then he started calling me up before every single hike and asking me what I thought of it and what to look for. And I guess my my background uh, as a naturalist is better than his. Mm-hmm. He's just a guy that goes out and hikes, and he's a, he's a wonderful mm-hmm. writer. And he does a lot of stuff, and he's into all sorts of extreme things, you know. Uh, he goes kayaking, and he goes uh, hiking on snowshoes, you know, in the winter, and, stuff like that that I never did. Mm-hmm. Um, does he do mountain climbing, too? Yes. He does so a lot he does of that. Kaya. Now, does he choose just to Oregon, or does he go out of Oregon to do all that? Mostly all in Oregon. Mostly he's in Oregon. from Montana, so he's, he grew up in that mm-hmm. kind of environment. Mm-hmm. And then he graduated uh, journalism school, and he ended up uh, working for the Grants Pass Courier. And then he mm-hmm. moved to in the Oregon. state mm-hmm. So anyway, uh, yeah, uh, the book uh, from the Idaho line to the Oregon coast, it's got uh, the Steens Mountains and it's got the central Oregon desert, and it goes a little bit into California, and it's got uh, full color inside and out, colored maps, colored photos. And I'm excited about it. It's a good book. And did you do a GPS with this one, too? We did. Yeah. We had to hike every single trail uh, with a GPS. Right. Mm-hmm. And what's the name of the book, Art? Uh, hiking Southern Oregon by mm-hmm. Art Bernstein and Zach Ernest. Mm-hmm. And I also have a book out from Falcon Guys called Weird Hikes, which is a book of strange stories about strange things that have happened to me while hiking, all of them true. Mm-hmm. Oh, all of them were true? Yeah. What was one of the, of the most strange ones, the weirdest? Uh, yeah, there was this trail. The hike in took about 45 minutes. The hike out on the same trail, same length. The trail was just a level. Took three hours. Ah! (laughs) 
I don't know why. And I was getting into a panic, and I started running at one point. I, did I pass it? Did I? Uh, and then I started, I was all in a panic, and then I saw my own footprints going in the opposite direction, so I knew uh-huh. that I, you know, I had been on the trail before. Uh-huh. Uh, finally, after three hours, I came to the junction I was looking for, and I turned off, and everything was fine. I don't know what happened. But that's just about one of the spookiest things that ever. Now, when you're hiking, what life. do you recommend? We only have a minute left with your segment. Uh, what What do you recommend when a person wants to go on a hike that they take for health protection, uh, so they have it with them? Uh, water and band aids. Okay. And a jacket. Oh, no matter how hot it is, always bring a jacket. Uh, oh, okay. Trails more than a mile, always in water. I had a Texas ranger tell me one time when we were hiking on the Rogue River Trail as a guest, he said, always, and then take a scarf where you can dip it in the water and put it around the, your neck. Uh, That's a good so idea. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he, that was a smart one. Yeah. Yeah. But, well, thank you for joining us today. I, yeah, it was the last it was a minute, pleasure. but I think we, you and I as writers were able to bring what the education of Biologic Aqua supports. We don't sell anything. We're educating, and uh, I thank you for coming on today. You and You have a nice day, and we will be talking to you again soon. Okay. You have Bye. a nice day. Bye. That turned out to be quite a coincidence today. Uh, we wanted to discuss... Uh, with uh, Dr. Lou, who couldn't make it to the show today, water and eye health. And Art himself, just coincidentally, would fill in. He's been my writer for 17 years. He's full-time with us. He's got a background in nature that I like. That's why I wanted him to be with us as a research center. Yes, we're in the medical field, but what is the world out there? For thousands of years, it's been holistic, very holistic medicine. And we need to bring back into focus holistic side of our lives about how we study science because it began thousands of years ago. And their intrigue and their passion, it's like when I was in China in December and I had a very prominent man in China say to me, Sharon, holistic scientists, they come from the heart. It comes from the soul. It's a passion. They don't let go of what they want to learn about something. And water, if you've had that like I do, from the heart, with a passion, with a soul, and bringing people of faith to put funding in, to investing in, to what I do, and using the product, and going into countries, owning patents now, and the evaporation of the eye that causes dry eye. Worldwide, it's all from the heart. I want you to know that. And the Power of Water radio talk show every week for nine years has been saying, embrace your life and somebody else's too because it's that special and what a miracle it is to live with the faith that we all have in God's planet and the water. But I also say, earth is whispering with that harmony of its slowness And if it's like a rhapsody, don't say goodbye. Leave something of yourself behind for all the generations of children 
to come to know that you cared and you left something special of yourself behind. I want to thank you for listening today. You have a nice day and you be well. Thank you for listening. Join us next week for another edition of the Sharon Kleina Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water. Mondays at 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel with an encore Wednesdays at 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Remember to visit Sharon's website at SharonKleinaHour.com.